Men live a harder life than women, and I got data here to show you. Now, obviously, this upsets a lot of different people saying, Pat, how could you say something like that? Blanket statement, men live a harder life than women? Yes. Brace for impact, whether you're going to like it or not. Wait till the end. If you do get value out of this, and you say, this is kind of a good point he's making, give it a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. If not, go watch a different video. So let's get right into it. So based on a research done, DNA research by Dr. Baumeister, he explains that in today's human population is descended from twice as many women as men. Now, what does this mean? In the history of mankind, 80% of women have reproduced and have had kids. Only 40% of men have ever reproduced. So 80% women 40% men. What does this mean? That means four out of five women reproduce, only two out of five men reproduce. Now, why is this? So when we were looking at this thing here, we said, let's look at data. Let's look at some of the stuff that we have access to right now. It could be Tinder. And then let's look at what women look for in men in a short-term relationship and what women look for in men in long-term relationship. And then you get to make a decision for yourself on how to increase your market value. So according to Tinder, this is what you get on how many women swipe right versus how many men swipe right. If you've never been on Tinder, like I've never been on Tinder, swiping right means you're interested in this person. Swiping left is, I don't have any interest. When it comes down to men, men swipe right 53% of the time. That means they're interested. 47% of the time they say, nope, I'm not interested. However, for women, you ready? Ladies, this is you now. Okay, This represents your number according to Tinder. You ready? Women only swipe right 5% of the time. 95% of the time, you say, I am not interested. Swipe left. A rejection to the man. So if you're a guy watching this and saying, Pat, I'm on these dating apps and I gotta tell you, this absolutely sucks because I'm trying to get a relationship. Well, let me give you some more bad news before we go tell you how to measure short-term and long-term value. We found this chart showing in the attractiveness of how attractive you are in the women category, like are you in the 80 percentile, 10 percentile, 90 percentile, how many men are still interested in a woman that's this percentile of attractiveness? So it's a little bit of a crazy chart, but I'm going to put it up and we'll go through this together. So here's what it is. If you look at the chart, you see the female advantage to male advantage, right? On the left, it says male attractiveness percentile, right? On the bottom, it says female attractiveness percentile. So let's look at the left. If you are in the top 20% of male attractiveness, you have only available to you roughly 20% of women that you can compete for, okay? Now, for women, if you're in the bottom 20% of attractiveness, you still have access to 80% of men that would be interested in you. Of course, if you're in 100%, it's 100%. Okay, you're the best looking guy. You're like a Brad Pitt or you're a Rachel McAdams. Everybody is interested. You're at the 100% percentile, right? So if you look at this, it's quite depressing because if you're in the bottom 20% of men in attractiveness, if you look how small that is, you're only dealing with 2 to 3% of women. That means one in every 50 women that's your pool on who to choose from. So you may, you may watch this and say, Pat, is this supposed to be a Motivation Monday video? There's nothing motivational about this. I totally get it. But you're either going to watch this and you're going to say, screw these stats. I'm going to go have some more chips and cheesecake and quit my job and sit here and play video games all day. Or you're going to say, I better get my act together. So what are women looking for short term and what are women looking for long term? Let's look at the data. Women looking for short term relationship versus long term relationship on six different criteria. One is looks. One is resources, meaning how much money 
money, success you have. Three is your game. Four is your personality. Five is your status. And six is your age. Looks is 35% of decision-making process. Resources is only 6%. Game is 30%. That's the second most. Personality is 9%. Status is 13%. And an age, whatever, 7%. Now, if they're looking for a long-term relationship, priorities change. When it comes down to looks, it drops from 35% to 15%, okay? When it comes down to resources, it goes from 6% to 27%. When it comes down to game, it drops from 30 to seven. When it comes down to personality, it goes up from nine to 18. They know they have to deal with a personality long-term. Short-term, I don't care how annoying you are. You're handsome, you got game. Long-term, man, your personality is annoying. So personality has a lot to do with it. Then you have status, goes from 13% to 23%, and then age goes from 7% to 10%. So there's a couple different ways you're gonna be listening to this. You're gonna watch this, you're gonna be discouraged, you're gonna watch this and saying, okay, maybe I need to change my approach. Let me give you an idea. When I started working at Morgan Stanley Dean Witter, and they said, well, the profile of the clients we're looking for is those that are a million dollars or higher. Back then it was a half a million or a quarter million, but it was a million dollars or higher, that's the clientele you gotta be looking for. And I sat there and I'm like, how the hell am I gonna meet millionaires? My dad's a cashier at a 99 cent store. I don't have a four-year degree. I don't have a two-year degree. I know nothing about money. My parents have never owned a 401k, never owned a stock. We've always rented. I've never lived in a house. You want me to go find million dollar accounts? How the hell am I gonna find it? I just got out of the military here. People in the military are broke. My friends go to nightclubs. How am I gonna find all this money, right? So I could have sat down and said, you know what? That's right, financial industry is not for me. I'm out. Or I could have sat there and said, how can I get into the market? Who do I need to become to get into the market that I wanna become, right? And I made my adjustments. I was 22 years old, 23 years old, just got out of the army. We go to the club. My friend's like, Pat, I found this book. It's called The Game, Neil Strauss. Watch these pickup lines I'm gonna use with the girls. We go out, first you treat them this way, you do that, you do this, and then he got the girl. Like, oh, and I'm like, well, our style in the military was similar way. I've just never read the book before, but it was effective. But what were we doing? Who were we getting together with? Short-term relationships, right? So look, some of you are watching this, you're getting one or two reactions. You're discouraged, you're saying, okay, now at least I know what they're looking for. When you're a businessman and you run a company, you're gonna have three different types of clients. Low-ticket item products you're selling, 99 cents, eight bucks, 28 bucks, $89. You got mid-ticket item, $1,000. $50,000. You got high ticket on. For example, I'm selling a rental apartment at Oakwood Apartments, four grand a month. I'm selling a rental apartment, right? Middle one, I'm selling $600,000 houses. I'm selling multi-million dollar homes, right? In this example, if you, as a man, want to have more options and saying your clientele, I want to have a pool of bigger options of women to choose from, who do I need to become to be able to sell $2 million homes, okay? What language do I need to speak to get the client that's about to sell their $2 million home to look at me and say, this guy can sell this $2 million home. Who do I need to become? What language do I need to have? How do I need to present myself? How much capability, skill set? What do I need to do to increase my market value? This is why a lot of people, 95% of people in sales don't make it because they get discouraged because they don't want to become the person they need to be to sell those products to the clientele in that market. The same thing goes with this. If you watch this and you said, well, if it's 40% of men reproduce, but 80% of women reproduce, if the options are that, how do I become in the top 20 percentile? And if I'm chasing all these short-term women, the short-term women I'm chasing, they're looking for only physical and they're only looking for game. They're not really valuing personality or for me to be somebody where I am somebody that has status or resources, I can go fix those things. Now, if you're watching this and saying, you can fix yourself physically and get in shape, maybe change your diet, you can be some 
somebody at whatever company you're working at. If you're a person that's got a voice, you become a leader, somebody that's doing well, you got status. If you're somebody that has a personality, you're afraid, you're shy, maybe you show your personality a little bit more. If you want to go watch some of the old Tate videos, there was a part of him that he was shy. If you look at the younger version of him, a lot of the people that end up having big personalities at one point, they were kind of to themselves and then boom, they break out of their shell and they say, oh my gosh, I never knew this existed in this guy. You have that, but you got to tap into it. Okay, so now, look, obviously a lot of this is directed to men. I'm going to talk to women a little bit, and this could also apply to men, but here's what I have to say about this, because some people are like, you don't even know what you're talking about. I dare you to live a day and walk a day in my life and all this other stuff. Totally get it. Here's what I do believe in. There are a lot of men who are bitter towards women, and some of the bitterness from men towards women is, I gave everything for her, and she did this, and she went with that guy, and she left me. Okay, cool. Yep, that happens. And then the other one is, I gave everything to him, and he did this and he left and it's all his fault okay no problem just so you know it takes two to make a thing go right but it also takes sometimes two to make a thing go wrong you made the choice i made the choice some relationship didn't work what part of the role did i play in this thing here and i'll man up and i'll take it the same with you one of the ladies that commented i've known this lady for about eight or ten years and i remember when she chose career over her marriage and her kids and she says i'm gonna go this route to choose career over her kids i said listen man i totally get it marriage sometimes doesn't work out i've been married now 13 years going on 14 years we take marriage one year at a time it's a very hard thing to do it is not easy you can control what you do sometimes you can't control what the other side does and no one ever knows the whole entire story to any marriage but she specifically said i'm choosing my career because i want to compete with the men above me in this sector that she was in over my marriage and over my kids i said i don't recommend it to do it for that reason i have to do it she did today she is so bitter but who is she bitter at her husband her kids her competitors the industry or her choice it's pretty bad when you're bitter towards really the choice you made. Nobody put a gun to your head. Do you know how many times I've been annoyed with a decision I've made? And I'm so annoyed with myself, no one knows about it, but I know I made the choice and I'm bitter towards myself for making a bad choice. That happens to the best of us. So all the stat we're talking about, this is really over younger men and younger women. This topic here that we're talking about. For some of you that are watching that you're a little older, and you're frustrated about this, totally get it. But you made the choice. Nobody forced you to do it, for the most part. So if you got value out of this video, agree or disagree, but if you got value out of this video, give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. And if you want to watch another video, I did a video titled The Rise Up Weak Man. If you've never seen this before, click here to watch it. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.